Right, so we are on episode... Eight. Eight. We've made a whole week. Well, we did that yesterday. Well, no, that was making the week. Oh, we've finished a week. whole week. <laughs> this okay. is week, week two now. <laughs> awesome. So, um, today we wanted to talk about um, kindness and division, um, like divisiveness that you're seeing a huge amount of in the world at the moment. Um, it's a big topic. It's certainly not something that we're going to cover off in a single podcast, um, but it's something that's really important to us. I think it's something that's really important now more than well, being ever kind, before. not being divisive. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone go away. No, yeah. um, unless you don't agree with, unless you agree with us. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's it's in my opinion, it's it more important now than it's ever 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 been before, um, and. I think it's the only way really that we're going to heal as a world, that we're going to come out the other side of everything that's gone on this year. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think it's going that way. There's, you know, there's, there's, there's some nice stories in the press of how people are helping each other out in this kind of, um, in this, in, in the situation that we're in at the moment. And you see on social media, you know, people posting that, oh, you know, if you've got no, no food, don't be ashamed. I, I can drop off a food parcel or whatever. Yeah, but, we saw that with, uh, uh, business mentor and friend of ours I, I saw that recently where they they put that exact type yeah. of thing on their page and it was like if you um if you need help i'll we don't need to talk about it we don't need to yeah. do anything just and i'll it is but my point is that's a bit of a a copy and paste that was going around oh, really? facebook and i'm not saying people aren't well-intentioned but i just think it was a little bit of a, oh i've done my job Oh, I you know, see. I've, I've put my little thing out there. I've said I'll help people. I don't think people are doing enough um, for each other. I think everyone's kind of a little bit hunkered down and focusing on them and theirs, which well, is understandable. Because there's a lot of fear, right? Yeah, absolutely. But that's. But I, I genuinely think that the only way through this out the other side is everyone working together and, and kindness. But unfortunately, we've been fed by the media, A, all this fear... Um, but alongside that, you've got all this division with, you know, the, the whole black-white thing with obviously everything that went on um, in the States. You've got... Um, vaccines, anti-vaccines, uh, yeah, exactly. COVID conspiracies. Yeah, Brexit, non-Brexit. You've got... Um, in in the States, obviously, you've just had the election. Yeah. Um, and where people are struggling with, with their livelihoods, you've got the... the the poor and the not poor, as it were, or yeah. the affluent and the poor, where the, that divide is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger in this crisis. Yeah. Um, and I just think there is very much a kind of sense of them and us. At the well, minute. and also there's, it's like, it's not just on a, like you could call that like the macro level, right? The, yeah. the, the big chunky stuff that's going on that we can all, like, you know, if you raise if you raise a point or an opinion on any one of those subjects that mm. you've just outlined, someone is either going to, well, someone's definitely going to have an opinion yeah, as well. Other, one yeah. And they're, they're going to either agree with you or disagree with you. And that's that. Right. And it's going to, and it's a, like, it's, it's a great kind of conversation starter, if you like, yeah. or a great way to mix and everything else to talk about these like kind of key topics. But this, it also, the whole um, aspect of, kindness and um and divisiveness like those there's two kind of opposing um characteristics if you like is also on a micro level as well right it's about how we treat each other um like in our own family in yeah. our own homes in our own like all of those things see i've got a couple of theories like mm -hmm. why it's the, like the kindness aspect and the, the raising of divisiveness, well, lots of thinking about it, but raising of divisiveness has grown. Mm. Um, like you've mentioned social media, which I think we should definitely cover on this, on this episode. But the other, the other thing I think is we're all in this um, state of fight or flight. Mm. Like, and, and that's not necessarily... That, and I don't think it's as obvious as to how as you immediately think fight or flight and kindness divisiveness like kind of interact with each other but my thinking is when you're in a fight or flight mode which we've all been in for most of 2020 yeah. right you're you're having to make risk assessments like on everything yeah. all the time especially when they're saying uh, like when you're getting 
the governments and the media are all saying to us, well, someone just needs to have touched that surface half an hour before you yeah, did yeah, yeah. and you could, you you might be right, but you might kill a loved one. Yeah. You know, it's like, so there's this invisible enemy. So well, this is what I mean by like, things like the whistleblowers for, for people that have had you know, gone around and seen a, a friend in COVID or something in a lockdown, but you don't know the circumstances behind no. why that person was there and what it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, there's this kind of, I don't know, it's, it, it's, it's something that doesn't sit easy with me at all at the minute. And I, I just, it feels like we're all going the wrong way. Well, it's because we're trying to, that, going back to my point about the risk assessment piece, I think if you imagine, if you imagine you're in, I don't know, if, let's say you're in, like war because basically we're in a situation right where physiologically I, I, covered, I talked about this in a previous episode of ours but physiologically we're the same thing that we were hundreds of thousands of years ago mm. it's just that the type of we're just not equipped to deal with these types of stimuluses no. whether it be through the phone the television or whatever it is like we haven't it's not like we've evolved to process that mm. stuff We've just invented it in the last hundred years and then gone, well, this is great. And there's, there's not been an evolutionary process to uh, consume that. So subsequently, we, we've got this fight or flight kind of constantly assessing risk. And if you imagine, I mean, I've never been in war, so like maybe the war analogy is probably a bit rubbish. But my point is, I would imagine under extreme tense situations, you need to make like things become very things start becoming simple mm. it's in terms of you your brain has to try and compartmentalize or at least cookie cutter mm. shape like scenarios it's like well that 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 thing or that person or that topic fits this kind of idea of threat mm. like whatever that might mm. be like they there's traits in that and i don't have the time any like you don't have the resources to investigate that any further yeah so it's like right stamp you're yeah. done yeah. right that's so if you if you are unfortunate enough where you're being identified or or there's a aspect of either your age your race your political ideology or your religious beliefs or your height yeah. or what the country you were born in yeah. or anything like that if there's any aspect of your like being the could flag on this person's cookie cutter thing yeah. the rest no longer matters yeah like it's just the fact that you identify in some way shape or form with that that risk part means that they 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 it's almost like our brains are like going shut down problem solved i now yeah, know, yeah. i can now move on to this yeah and and i think that's kind of what's happening over 2020 we're like we're like how do you put food on the table? How do I make sure that I don't kill my parents or my children or my wife or my husband? Or, do you know what I mean? Like, if I, because I touched the surface of something or walked past somebody. And so our brains are just like, like just can't cope with it. No, well, I mean, that's, that's okay if it, if it was just a case of shutting down. But I think it's worse than that. It's, it's like, let's build my little tribe over here or, or even smaller than that, my bubbles or whatever. But... Because we're we're used to a, a far bigger world now, like you, you say back in wartime and stuff, but we didn't have social media and yeah. stuff then. We didn't have all these opinions being thrown at us all the time. So then people are searching for their tribe, but in a much wider sense. So they're looking for people that identify with what they're believing. Yeah. And then you're you're creating these these. these don't get me wrong. You need your your fellow people that have the same interests as you. Your communities. Like yeah, right. yeah, communi communities. But it's being used in a, in a way where it's just making everybody very divisive, like my community is better than your community, you yeah. know, and, and that makes, I think in this, in this difficult time, that makes people feel good in the moment when they're kind of like, you know, F you over there, that, that makes you, I don't know, just empowered or feel like you're in control of something in that moment. And I think that's what's fueling it. Well, um, a, 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 an external... Rather than how can I help? You know? Yeah, I... I, I um there's a book um that i picked up like that was recommended so we talked about um the obstacle is away yeah. by ryan holiday halliday yeah. amazing book about stoicism and everything else and then he that like, often recommends other books to read yeah. and there's a book about power and it was, it was all about how like there were there's something like 
40 something principles or whatever it is of power, mm. either getting power or having power or keeping power and all this kind of stuff. And, and he recommended that book. And I remember going through some of that book and one of the like kind of tenants, if you like, one of the aspects of like countries holding on to power or political, uh, uh, like whether it be go to go into war or whatever it might be is the way that you bind people together, the way that you keep that kind of glue of society and community together is to focus on an external enemy. Yeah. It's like, and it goes, and when I looked into that a bit more, it goes back into our tribal days yeah. in terms of, like, as a tribe, like that our community was not just like, oh, nice to have. It's like, that's your whole survival. If But that's understandable then because we didn't know any better. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but we're still was... the same thing, right? Well, With, yeah, but... I mean, you say we haven't, evolved physically that much but in lots of ways we have we know that that it that it's better than than those days that 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 tribe wasn't necessarily gonna you, you know that community over there isn't gonna kill you when they were several thousand years ago because they wanted your territory or whatever it was well yeah but the, okay so again it all depends on whether you're talking about something that's on a big scale like the macro level stuff or the micro level stuff right yeah. so like the way I see it on the macro level stuff, what you've just described, that's we're being spoon fed. Like you're gonna die. You're that's the enemy. That's mm. the, this is the enemy, or whether it be a disease or a a, a group that happened to live on a particular landmass somewhere, mm. you know, whatever it is, or a particular politician or, or whatever it is, right? So we're we're being spoon fed that as and it's and it's triggering within us this tribal but that's my point that that's own that's all coming about because we're just being because it's somebody's agenda or whatever that is yeah um and all this this fear-based um divisiveness that's being bred within everybody at the moment well yeah and there's a there's a definite um and, and by the way we're not we should be, be doing the opposite we should all be coming together to find ways to fight things together but uh, you know it, there's just there's just so much anger well out there well i think there is and there isn't right because i think you can consume it depends on where you want to look yeah. right so so for example i personally um well neither do you actually we've never entertained going onto twitter uh, mm -hmm. smiley booth had a uh, it's got a Twitter account mm -hmm. and it's, um, but we just use that for Smiley Booth activities. Mm -hmm. so, uh, and that was it. It's just part of our marketing, marketing channels. Mm -hmm. It's not, it doesn't, re it's not a representation of you or I and our thoughts, like this podcast is, for yeah. example. But one of the things, but, and I remember when Twitter came in, mm -hmm. right? And one of the things that um, I've heard a lot about and spoke to friends about and and seen on the media is how, aggressive people attack each other on people's opinions on Twitter, on Twitter, on Twitter yeah. right? Yeah, I so, think that's where I'm seeing it because Say It does have a Twitter. Right. And I've been following a lot of the um, care home stuff because obviously we're trying to help the care home industry with, with Say It at the moment or, or the care home, not the industry, the, the residents. Oh, by the way, if there's anyone listening or watching this right now and you have, uh, you're either in the care home sector, um, either in the US or the UK, um, or you have connections in that, We'd really want to hear from you because yeah. um, the say it service um, that we uh, the care home aspect of that service that we've built out is is awesome yeah. and it's something we're really passionate about and we're getting yeah, some really yeah. positive feedback. That. So yeah. I, I cut across. No, so I'm just saying I think uh, you're right in that I've I've never spent so much time on Twitter as I have in the last couple of weeks. I, d I don't use it at all. Yeah. Um, I've only only on there because of um, because of, of say it at the moment and. Uh, and there's a lot of people very angry in the care home world because they're not seeing their relatives. But Twitter is the angry place. I was about though. to say, 100% right, though. They're, you know, they're, they're right to feel that way. There's some heartbreaking stories up there. But it is, as you say, a very angry platform because I've just found just random other stuff like um, a bake-off, which I have no clue about. I've never even seen the program, but some people on there are being completely attacked because they yeah. won and other people wanted the other people to win. Yeah. And I think you're right, it is a very kind of raw place. Yeah, it never used to be. It <laughs> no. never used to be. And when we used to engage with it more as Smiley Booth, mm. never used to, like years ago, it never used to feel like that. No. But um, I've made a conscious effort to avoid that platform. Mm. And 
because it's become because it's a really inefficient way if you think about it if you think about this way of communicating right we, we you you and i can um have this kind of conversation um or any type of conversation and if you you or i say something that we we think hang on mm. what, what did you mean we get to explain it yeah. like and you're only a human being right so it's very like we're not none of us are fully formed and i think that's the other mistake that people make is that the person they're arguing with with has this or they're reacting to is entirely fully formed human being mm. right so um and we're all evolving but the point is in this type of way you can kind of flesh out an idea mm. and give context yeah but on a on a twitter message that's not possible no. and and depending and i've had i've received messages or emails from people in the past where just because of the mood i'm in like I've interpreted the the context of yeah. what they're saying, and then when I've picked up the phone to that person, so I might be in a really bad mood, and they've sent me a yeah, that's fine, mm. like to a response to it, and I'm like yeah, that's fine, <laughs> like, fine, <laughs> and it's really pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like oh, they're being crappy with me. Yeah. In their mind, when I said it, it's like yeah, that's fine. There's no <laughs> problems at all, right? And that's that's the problem with text, yeah. I think, and and especially text that you are. You are not allowed and uh, able to elaborate mm. much on, and I know I talk a lot, but that that, that form mm. that I, I don't think is good for us as a society. No, I don't think it's good. Um, but I do think people, when they're on that, when we talked about mindset the other day, yeah, uh, on the podcast, of, I think it was episode three, yeah. Um, we talked about how misery begets misery. Well, this is so, the thing. I think people are encouraged to. Um, you know, obviously our, our new business is called Say It and people are encouraged to say how they feel and say and have their say and all of these phrases, but very much in a negative space. It's yeah. just like, it's okay to not feel okay, which 100% is, and it's okay to talk about it, which 100% should, but we're never encouraged on the positive side of things. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you've had something that's gone gone really well or you've won something or you've achieved something, you're, you're not really encouraged to kind of shout about that because you're, you're called, called a show-off or, oh, it's all right for you or, or that, those kind of... And I think that's the problem with it at the moment. We're all kind of encouraged to share our misery and yeah. or club together in our misery and, and, as I say, attack that person or that group or whatever it is. But we're not encouraged the other way around. Well, yeah, but I think that's... Just, I th- I have a theory on that as well, and that is, I think that's a safety precaution by us, right? Mm. So in that, because you don't want to be attacked, exactly. But, that, but again, that's a divisive thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I don't. I think um, so. <clears throat> there's been a few events over over the course of 2020 because obviously everything's heightened, where people have businesses or individuals have um, just raised, made a made a comment or had an opinion on something where you can tell the the truth behind that particular statement, um, like if you were being if you were being honest and genuine with yourself when you read that and you gave them the benefit of the doubt, which I think we've lost, yes. right? The concept of benefit of the doubt. Yeah. It's it's the opposite. It's like, no, you're guilty until you're proven innocent yeah, yeah, and yeah. the benefit of the doubt idea doesn't work. So um, and they've been They've been crucified, like yeah. absolutely crucified. And people have like, lost a sense of humor. <laughs> well, it's worse than that. There's, there's stories of people losing their livelihoods, their homes, their reputations, mm-hmm. their um, everything. No, I because, mean, because the people reading it have lost their sense of humor. Oh, so they, sense, yeah, yeah. They, well, that's the thing, yeah. yeah. There's no, uh, yeah, there's, there is no sense of humor no. anymore, which, because everyone is a little, or a lot of people are very angry at Dial the moment. To nine, I guess. But we had this situation on a personal level. So I talk about the macro level to the personal level and how um, these things can just, you, if, if you're not careful and you're tuned in and you're hardwired and uh, it does create, it, if you start to forget what giving somebody the benefit of the doubt is, mm-hmm. what being kind is. This is it, yeah. And um, and also, yeah, and the and the idea of being like of dividing people and um, and trying to find an enemy mm-hmm. becomes paramount, right? Yeah. Because because the because that becomes your purpose yeah. all of a sudden. Because rather than doing the right thing or being the bigger person or all of that that. I was kind of taught as a child, and you were, you know, it, they, those kind of values seem yeah. to have disappeared a bit. It's, it's like, no, protect yourself and blame them. And... Well, because they're, cause 
Because again, I think it comes down to our our risk assessment, like for yeah. a lot of people, because they're consuming Twitter. Yeah. And always think this concept. To get you. Yeah, it's like I need to. My brain needs to find a really easy way to identify enemy and friend. Mm. So if you if there's any suggestion that you might even come close to fitting fitting my idea of what an enemy looks like, mm. then I haven't got the time or energy because I'm I'm on a mission to find out as many of these risks as possible. So. Uh, you've said something that kind of looks like it might put you, that kind of sounds like something an enemy might say. So yeah. done, you're yeah, in, yeah, yeah. you're now enemy. Yeah. There's, there's no other. And we had this, we had this example um, at the beginning of this year, didn't we, in, in business, right? And so we've always, we've always approached business and life on the principle of people are genuinely or generally good. Yeah. fundamentally good yeah. right we've always had that perception right and and the um and that's not to say you should be naive about it no. right you, you it's not to say that you should just give up everything to somebody else because no. in the hope that well they're going to do you good in the end or anything like that you should definitely have teeth yeah. right you should definitely like if someone there are there is there's uh, there's a few people out there that will prove not because they're necessarily bad people, but just because their agenda, it suits them at that moment but in I their think life imp- to tear you down. Right? Yeah, I think that's an important point. I know, I know kind of where you're going this, but just to interject quickly, I think people think that kindness is a weakness. Yes. And it's not. You can be kind and still strong and still people don't mess around with you or whatever. You've, you've still yeah. got a backbone. Kind doesn't mean that at all. And I think that's, that's a real misconception. People think kindness is, is being weak and sappy and yeah, yeah. letting people walk all over you. That's not the case. No, because, well, we have some obvious, because they're kind of uh, taught to us all as kids and because there's a law behind it and all this, we have some obvious boundaries already in place, right? Which is, um, like, if you, if you randomly punch someone in the face, yeah. like... There's a consequence to that action, right? Yeah. So everybody knows that, um, like it's because it's because we've all been told that if you hit somebody, a random person in the face, then there's then you're then you'll have like be put in jail or put in whatever it is. But the problem is that we, we then have to work out what our boundaries are mentally, right? So it's like like I'll. I'll work with you for you and we'll do everything we can for you. But these are the boundaries and providing we stay within these boundaries, then, and, and I'm not saying you have to be explicit about those boundaries all the time, but it's like providing we stay within that, you've got my full trust and everything yeah. else. But if you steal from me yeah. or if you um, lie about me or or, or whatever, whatever the, the, your kind of idea of, unacceptable behavior yes. is then this relationship's done yeah and if the, if your action re- your direct action means that um it's cost me financial financially or it's cost me reputationally or or there's been some other consequence then, family or... yeah exactly then we then we will have to take we won't do it in an angry fashion no we won't do it because we just want to ruin you but if if you if you do X, Y, Z, then um, then there is going to be a consequence yeah. associated. And I think uh, we're not necessarily taught to create those boundaries mentally. Mm. Um, sorry, in the background, guys. Yeah, on, I'm just going to move for a quick link. Yeah, while we're, this is the joy of doing podcasts at home. In the background, we have a cat that's currently running around going a bit this crazy. She's trying to knock the camera over. Yeah, so there we go. Um, so, and, and I think you have to kind of... So you can be kind, but be strong at the same time. It's like, and we've all met people in life, right? Where they're slightly dangerous, but they're really good people. It's mm-hmm. like, you know that they're they're great people, but you know, if you crossed them, it's like, well, I, I, I just wouldn't because my life would be miserable if <laughs> yeah. I did that. But they're really good people, right? And that's the same thing. So we, um, so that, just before I go into the story a little bit, do you, are you happy for me? Yeah, 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 yeah. So... We had this scenario earlier this year where we found ourselves in a position because we've always worked on the principle of like do like we're not perfect, but work hard to improve and and do our best for those in our in our lives. Like if we're in business with you, it's like, okay, well, we will work our butts off to make sure that not only do we do what we set out to do, but we want to beat that. 
right? No, that's deliver, always been yeah. our... Yeah. Over-deliver, yeah. Over-deliver. So, yeah, yeah, that's always been our principle. And, right? uh, and sorry, just add to that, uh, um, be responsible as yeah. well for, for your, your, yourself and the result and blame other people or, or excuse... Um, you know, make excuses. Exactly. Because, oh, it was their fault or whatever. Take, take personal responsibility. Exactly. And so we had the... So, and that's always been, and always been our philosophy in business because we feel that it's not... We don't just do... Like, kindness, we don't think is just something that is um, a nice to do. I actually think we see more opportunities and have more opportunities because yeah. we work from that Absolutely. principle, right? Absolutely. Because we build relationships with it. We And yeah. because you're not in this narrow focus of anger all the time and distrust mm. the world opens up for you yeah. right so that's always been our philosophy and anybody that um has known us personally or worked with us in the past that hopefully is the kind of thing that they come up but we had this scenario at the beginning uh, earlier this year when covid came in and we had an individual that we were in a business relation with who for one reason or another, just determined that we were enemy number one. Mm-hmm. Like that we we had we had either done we had we were either being or we either did said or were something that fit into their enemy persona enemy idea. Yeah, yeah, enemy box. Now, uh, and going back to what we were saying earlier, that enemy box might not be anything we're in control of, yeah. right? It just might be because happenstance meant that we live in a certain place or we've experienced a certain thing or whatever yeah. it is, but whatever it is, we were flagged as, right, they're now in my enemy box. Them, them Just, and us. It was a them and us. Yeah. yeah. And it was, and it was almost like they suddenly painted us as this hierarchical, like this like mm. world order all of mm. a sudden. And it was really strange because the relationship we'd had with that particular individual leading up to that moment in time which ran for about two and a half years, I think, mm-hmm. was really good. Yeah. But these influences that we were unaware of, mm-hmm. we had nothing to do with. And um, suddenly we just, got, we just got this person that went from being friend to enemy. Mm-hmm. And we weren't, it, we, it, took us a t- it took us a while to work out, this is actually a bigger problem we think it is. We're like, because we were just like, be kind. Be kind. Well, it's just how that they can influence other people oh, that wow. then put you in the same enemy box, and then they um, build their little community because that yeah. becomes their their focus, and and have to have this them and us divide. They can't see, they can't empathize with you or or see you on the same level as them in any way. Yeah. You you become, as I say, this this them and us, and um and all kind of open-mindedness just goes out the window and they become extremely well, blinkered because yeah. everything you say or do is twisted to fit their narrative. Well, for, well and for, to fit an outcome, yes. right? So yeah. that's the other... So we we'd not experienced that before. We, in in the 12 years... I think we have, just not to this extent. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. But in the... but in the Yeah, to never something no. that, that focused and aggressive. Yeah. In, not in 12 years. No. And... Um, and we at first it took us a few moments to just kind of regroup, didn't it? And go, hang on a sec, what's going on here? Because obviously at the time we were trying to deal with navigating the business and COVID and, and through COVID and all this kind of stuff. But then when we actually kind of regrouped and actually sat back and thought, we were like, and we realised, hang on, we haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. Like this isn't, because I think the first thing when, when someone is being unkind to you, um, or in, or in this particular case for us, where they are just out to take you out of the knees, they they want to see you can you can tell by everything that they're saying and doing that they just want to destroy you. Um, you it's hard like to not think shit. What have I have I done something wrong? What have I done wrong? Yeah. yeah. What have we missed? Is it is it that we've because we knew one of the things that both of us knew is we knew we hadn't actively done anything. Like to hurt somebody else, no. so we knew we were like that wasn't because that's just not us. Yeah, but there was we we but did what think they misconceive, uh, construed, or or what we overlooked. Yeah, something along right? those lines. Yeah. So, um, oh, and that's the other point to remember. By the way, is if you always work on the principle of kindness and doing what's right for other people, and you do that every day, every week, every month, and for years, which is basically how we—that's one of the fundamental values mm-hmm. that we have in it for each other and for the people we deal with, right? And we teach our kids. It does immediately take off the table when someone does attack you 
like, well, who are you mean to? Mm. It's like, or what did you do wrong? Because it's like, we, that wasn't even a conversation we needed to have, no. was it? Because we were just like, well, we know we haven't done anything like bad to anybody or yeah. mean to anybody. So what, so what we overlooked? Yeah. And then it took us a few days, didn't it? Just to regroup and just go, because this, this was a bombardment of attacks that went on for three months. Yeah. Three months. And it was a... Maybe, maybe even four. I think four, four. Yeah. yeah, and it was a it was a barrage of personal like I want to take you down. Every time we started to feel better, we'd get another one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> from and some, it was a, from some wow. other like, kind of left field that this person on these group of people had found another way to attack us. Exactly, and so and our so we so we so our philosophy was right. Okay, look, we we can't we and the people that we serve in business and our customers and everybody else can't afford for us to lose the plot, mm. right? So we can't be, we can't afford to enter into that person's like agenda. No. Like, and going back to what you were saying earlier about like this kind of, they had uh, like all of these people were kind of trying to get together to create an outcome. Yeah. Like that's the other thing to bear in mind when you see on Twitter and all this kind of stuff. People have often when they want to attack somebody else or want to do something, they do that with a particular outcome in mind. Mm -hmm. Now that outcome in often cases is is not obvious, mm -hmm. is it? But when, because they have an outcome in mind, what often happens is that they will twist, twist the facts of the case or even completely lie just yeah, make yeah, up yeah. stories but they believe their own lies well that's, that's, that's the thing the because it becomes a cause about it. yeah yeah that's that's and and that's i think that's what i learned is that you you can't change that person's mind you know that you because they genuinely can't see your point of view you know when they talk about um when people are angry like the red mist and that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. they, they uh, and that's what this this becomes if you if you allow yourself because we could have quite easily like I want to kind of take this back to the kindness thing because mm. we could have quite easily gone down that road and shouted about why we were right and they were wrong. Well, we could have made it very public. That's what I mean. Yeah. We, we and we would have had been within our rights to do that. Yeah, um, given the context of what was being said. And 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 in some cases, us not saying anything made it worse because people oh, yeah. assumed our we we were guilty of what what these kind of people. Were well, saying. and in this in this culture right now, media culture of silence is um is guilt yeah right yeah, so you've got to that's the other thing about this divisiveness you you can't not say anything you, yeah. you've got to be on the ones it's like that um when I, I i saw something with the whole black lives matter thing and i saw somebody posting all lives matter which well that's a really that's a massively divisive exactly yeah. exactly but i but it, but it was made into that. And well, you were completely unaware that exactly. it was a divisive statement, yeah. weren't you? And, um, but it should never have been. It should never be made into a divisive matter because, of course, all lives matter. Everybody's yeah, yeah, life yeah. matters. But but this is the thing: people twist things. And well, they they twist they they make something you say um, fit their well. Agenda. They yeah they infer your intent. Yes. Right. So it's like well. The reason why you just said yeah. that that thing was because you, what you really meant was this, and yeah. how you really feel is that. Yeah, and it's like no, 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 no. But that's, that's not... again, that's them projecting because going back to the, the the person that was kind of attacking us, I remember that person a few months before attacking somebody else that we knew for doing something good. Yeah, yeah. and I remember their words saying, "No one's that altruistic." Yeah, and I was like. Well, yeah, they are actually, yeah, yeah. but clearly you're not. So that's yeah, yeah. why you think nobody else is. Yeah. You know, it's like pe people can be that kind and that good and genuinely want to help people. Yeah. And one of my favorite phrases, um, again, it, it came from that Ameri uh, that Canadian family that we met when we were traveling. Um, hmm. It was uh, Lindsay said, uh, and she she said it a few times. Was you catch more bees with honey? Yes. And I love that. I yeah. absolutely love that statement because it's so true. If you're if you're there, you know gung-ho at the front of the rebellion as it were or whatever it is and you're you're kind of leading this divisiveness and this them and us and and you, you kind of want to be the rebel it's not going to get you very far i might to start with but i mean again i've seen with this rights rights for residents and and um all the kind of care home conversations on twitter like again they're very angry and they've got every right to be they really really want to see their their relatives and they need to it's 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 important and, and it's it's terrible what's happening in that world, but they're they're being towards some of the people that could perceivably help, help them. 
they're being quite vile towards yeah. them and it's like you're not going to get anything yeah, that they're, way they're piling on yeah you, you, well because those people so so it's it's almost as though so what used to happen is that when i think back to not that long ago was that it was perfectly reasonable to attack a company like yes. if a company company's customer service was rubbish or whatever we had this kind of or they just dropped the ball on something it was a okay um like you go through the customer service bit of complaints or or you could go to certain platforms and you can complain and you could be quite like you could be quite aggressive in that complaint i mean we're not generally people that do complaints but but I mean, Christ, when I used to work in the banking system, yeah. I remember managing complaints. You used to work in, in insurance. insurance and, and that was... Well, yeah, if, if, I, if I... And I did deal with... I was in the complaints department. Um, and if somebody rang up and they're like, I've got this complaint and I did it. And, you know, they were quite chilled and calm and they were just outlining their complaint. I'd be all well, ready to help them. If someone rings up and they're going, you this and you yeah, that, yeah. and all I am is a representative of the company, my wall went up immediately. Well, I'm, I don't want to help this person. Well, I think it's because naturally, again, going back to the idea of um uh, like people like a vast majority of the people are inherently good yeah right it's they might you they might just be having a bit of a moment right yeah, now but yeah. that's they're inherently good so as such especially if you're british as well we're not very good at um like m- making big statements about no. like or like being these big personalities or or whatever it is so I think what happens a lot of the time, and what I used to see when people used to complain, is that they needed a bit of a run up. Yeah. Like it needed, they needed momentum so that they they've been winding because, themselves up behind the scenes. Exactly, yeah. because there's there was an outcome they wanted, and often what would happen with a complaint, for example, is the way to diffuse the anger and everything else that was coming at you is to say, "What do you want?" Yeah. What is it? I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm. I apologise that you've been put. Like I our company's you. put yeah. you in that position. Yeah. How can I make it right? Yeah. And the moment we then defined outcome, the emotion was entirely diffused. Yeah. Like it was just like, and and oftentimes with those types of complaints, it was like by the end of the call, we were all friends. Like yeah. everything was really friendly and everything else. And and the moment that was a real like kind of penny drop for me. It was like oh, it's like. These people aren't angry at me. They're not angry at the company. They're 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 in fight mode because they want an outcome, and this is this is a tense situation for them to go through. And they're ready for an argument. Exactly, because they may have spoken to their husband or their wife or whoever, and just gone, "I'll sort them out. Don't worry." And the (laughs) husband or wife's been on their their ear going, "Have you made that call yet? You've done this." But the point is, I think that same philosophy, that same characteristic of complaints and how people approach it. It's just applied now to individuals. Mm. Like it's a, and God forbid if you're a business owner and a, an individual who has business relationships because you get married, the, the two get married together, yeah. right? And and you can you can get really punched in the face if you're not careful. Yeah. But well, I've seen it over the years with 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 you um, many times with um, what we were saying about it's it's hard to or, or it's um, not hard. What's the right word? It's um, not the wrong guy I'm trying to think of the right words here but putting yourself out there as a positive person and a happy-go-lucky is a kind of scary thing to do because you get shot down and and I have seen that with you over the years with some of our family friends and business associates when oh oh well I don't want to talk to Lee because he, he's he's just like Mr Positive or oh, I don't want to talk to Lee because he'll he'll like convince me this or the other or, or whatever it is is to say because I'm like I'll talk to Lee about it he can he can talk you through it no 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 I don't want to do that because it's almost like they they don't want to hear that um no. because they don't they don't want the the positive side and they just think oh Lee's all right he's he's Mr Positive it's all right for him and well, I've, I've kind of seen people shoot you down just because of you've got quite a positive outlook on life well yeah but I can, uh, to a degree I can understand why if like if you're in a bit of a funk and you are punching out and and life's hard. Yeah. Like sometimes what you the last thing you need is someone coming along telling you, or oh, just this is how you fix it. And yeah, I yeah. and I think I don't know if it's a male attribute or if it's just something that's unique to my type of personality. But I, I inherit like I said yesterday's podcast. It's like you cut an arm. I could lose one yeah. arm and go. Oh, I didn't lose the other one. It's like that's generally like if if you're the type of individual that the last thing you need when you're feeling crappy is. Someone going, we'll just do this. 
Like, I'm not the guy to yeah, talk no, to. Yeah, I, no, I, I get that. I, but what I mean is those people, instead of doing that, they go look for the misery. They yeah, look yeah. for the people to, to, yeah. um, to join them on that. And they look for their tribe and their community. And then they kick out everybody else rather than looking internally. Well, they want to reinforce the misery, yeah. right? Misery begets misery. Yeah. That whole... And that's the problem with social media and tribes yeah. and groups and Twitter and all of these platforms. If you're in a... If you're if you're in a constant state of just dissatisfaction, unhappiness, and the concept of being kind to anybody, yeah, because you might, because that was the state that um, we were finding there was like with the combat mode that this individual was in with us from the get go that came out of the blue, there would have been. There would have been nothing we could have said or done. No, exactly. To like, we could have literally have just handed them a check. Yeah. And said, like, and just said, look, let let's just. No, we did do it. <laughs> but well, not really. But um, but the point is, we could ha- we could have handed them anything. Like we could have handed them like this, like I'd, whatever, whatever it was, we could have handed them that, and they would have still, they they would have still there was no kindness in their actions or their perceived like they didn't they focused on us being the enemy so it didn't matter how kind to the rest of the world our action may have been in return they would have not accepted it Mm. they would have even if they would have lost out Mm. they would have not accepted it because Mm. it was like i'm going to destroy you there's your they dehumanized well that's definitely what happens with the the divisiveness yeah people don't see the human on the other side no. anymore um and they they just they just see the cause or or the message or whatever it is they're not seeing that those other people as a group of humans and yeah that, and that's uh, i think that's that's the key point in all kindness is that everybody else is going through their own day going through their own battles um and you can't look at someone else's life and think oh well they're all right no um, god no it, and uh, and i think that's that's huge because even if someone's got way more money than you and and you're struggling with money and you're looking at them and you think yeah because that's always my trigger isn't it that, that oh what money yeah your trigger, yeah we'll, we'll talk on a another podcast about but and and you and you think oh well they're all right Jack. money worries by the way just for anybody thinking what well, how's money a trigger like, <laughs> as in m- money stresses yeah, is one yeah. thing that will immediately yeah, you out. yeah yeah um and and you think, oh, well, they're all right. You know, they've got their, their fast car and their big house or whatever it is. Um, but you, you've got no idea. You don't know what their relationships are like. You yeah. don't know what their self-belief is like. Health. Their health. Uh, all sorts of things. You know, just it, it, you can't, as I say, look at, look at these other, uh, other people and just assume everything's fine for them. You've got, you've got to work on, on kindness. I mean, we put a little, just a little social media post the other day and in, in, it was um, World Kindness Day. Oh, on the say it on the say it group, and it was be kind to every kind. And yes, that, and that's it's so true. Every, everyone deserves kindness. Um, but I think you should also approach, you should also approach people, whoever they are, with the principle that there's something that they know that you don't. Yeah, like there's there is um, that you can learn from in them. some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and good or bad. Yeah, you know, and and it's very arrogant and um, very egocentric, right? Yeah. To assume that you have everybody figured out, yeah. that you know everything already and that you can easily categorise individuals based on like some, as I say, aspect of something they like or don't like or political belief they mm-hmm. have or country they come from or anything like that. Like that, that's incredibly arrogant. I think traveling and living in a foreign country really helps yeah. teach us that, or it certainly did me. Um, you know, you, you have your kind of cliques or whatever, or cliques where, where you grow up or, um, or where you live and, and you kind of categorize someone in a certain box that you'd be pleasant to them or whatever, but you don't really want to get to know them that well. You don't yeah. want to be their friend because you, you've pre judge them in some way that they they're not your tribe they're not yeah, your yeah. community and um, it's the equivalent of the cool gang and yeah the yeah exactly and what, it's what yeah. you grow up with isn't it it's what yeah. you're taught at school you've, you've got all these labels for people there's the the sporty ones and the geeky ones and the cool ones yeah. and all of this but it it what traveling forces you to do is make friends with people that you wouldn't necessarily because you might prejudge them normally yeah. but they're they're older than you or they've got a different background to you or, or whatever it is. And 
But we've been forced into so many scenarios, and I don't mean forced as in unwillingly, but just as in that's that's the only option because there's only that amount of people in that one space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've made some amazing friendships with yeah. people that I would never normally have thought would be my friends. Because they weren't necessarily part of our original social group. Exactly, yeah. that's what I mean. So, there's nothing wrong with them, but just they're not people that I would normally have thought, oh, oh, they look like my kind of person. Yeah, and, and pretty much everybody we met from the... That people be, here in made, France and people traveling. Yeah, that yeah. we made friends with. We we would they, if they turned up on our doorstep tomorrow. It would be like stay. It's yeah. like it's great. They, yeah, they were. And um, I love it because it opens your eyes and it, it makes your worldview so much more diverse. Exactly. Because you've got all these new opinions, kind of. And as you said, none of us are fully formed, but people no. seem to think they are. They're like, right, this is me. But this I think it's a. I, I think it's a construct of. Um, they we that school analogy used is a really good one, right? Mm. In terms of the cool kids and everything else. And if yeah. you think for most of us, what we end up doing is we go to school and then we have very, we have groups of individuals because of our work, right? Yeah. So we, we, we spend all our life as a, as a kid in the schooling system mm. and then we come out of that and then we get into a work system in a very, whatever form Which again, that is. Which clicky a lot of the it's time. It's a click, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, and like, I remember when I was in the banking industry and you, you have this, you start thinking in banking terms with yeah. everybody, right? Your relationships with people are like, because you have this own code that you all talk with each other um, in work yeah. that people outside of that environment don't really understand. Yeah. So there does become a them and us yeah. aspect in to that. Yeah. In I remember there was this girl at my school um, and um, and she was a real happy-go-lucky girl. She, she I think I saw her cry once in the whole five or six years I was at school with this with this girl. But she was friends with everybody. Yeah. The cool kids loved her, the geeks loved her, the sporty ones loved her. She was friends with everybody and she she didn't have a best friend and no. a group. She was she would kind of flip between everyone. And I've always as I've got older, I didn't realise it at the time at all. It's only kind of looking back. But as I've got older I've kind of tried to emulate that. Mm. Like try and keep that open-mindedness mind, and be yeah. friends with everyone and, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt, as you were saying earlier. Yeah. Um, and, and just because you don't know what you're going to learn from you, yeah. them. You don't know where they're going to take you. You don't know what opportunities might yeah. come from that or ex what experiences. I mean, we've had some great experiences with some of the people we met travelling that we would never have had if we'd yeah. had we gone, oh, they're not really our kind of people. Oh, you yeah, know, you can't afford to be like that. Because no. that's, that's the height of arrogance to have that, like pigeonhole people Definitely. it's just because yeah it's the the also you have to define boundaries don't get me wrong because there are there are people that will try and do there's there are enemies out there yeah, and there, there are, are dangerous there are people snakes, out there definitely. yeah 100%. and um so that's not to say that you should be naive in your approach to that but but there's a lot less of them than you think there are oh, it's like the vast majority <laughs> of people are good like when you actually sit down with people and actually give people the time to work out what they're about and what their history is and what just like and what their dreams and aspirations are it's yeah. it i mean it's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast yeah. because that belief um in like human beings and yeah. and relationships and kindness we would never do, we wouldn't even approach business or doing this podcast or, or say it, a smiley, but just anything if we didn't have a genuine belief that, that, that people were genuinely good. Well, and it has been challenged that, hasn't it? I mean, mm. there was definitely a while, I think, and it, it was probably one of the reasons that we actually ended up traveling was that we had shut down from people yeah. because... Um, where we lived, we used to try and make friends because neither of us were local to where we lived, were we? Yeah. And we used to try and make friends in the local area, but they were very superficial friendships with most people. We couldn't seem to break in because there was no. all these clicks because we yeah. weren't local. And and we've had challenges in, in lots of ways with with business. We we were saying the other day that we, we didn't network because yeah. we were so busy that and and in all honesty, we were like, oh, we haven't got time for that. Well, and we were guilty of pigeonholing That's people. what I mean, yeah, yeah. We were like, we haven't got time for these small businesses because we're trying to do something bigger. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I think we we did kind of build our little island. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons we went travelling. We were just like, oh, sod it, let's just go off. Yeah. But 
that the traveling did the reverse it exactly. taught us to be kinder and opener uh, opener is that word yeah. <laughs> and more open and um and to as you say give people the benefit of the doubt and all these different cultures that we were exposed to and um and just different beliefs yeah. and i think i think that's a wonderful thing about traveling but i also think it's it's a wonderful thing about now because 2020 has kind of leveled the pay- playing field with everybody um yeah. and there's a danger I think it might just be my influence of Twitter at the moment, but I think... You need to come off Twitter. (laughs) There's a real danger of us going down this divisive route when at the same time we've got this real opportunity for everyone to work together and us all be be on this new journey together. Well, there was was a lot of talk. I remember at the very beginning of the COVID crisis, I remember listening to people commenting on it and saying there was almost an excitement about how this could be the thing where it really brings everybody yeah. together and the because there'd been a lot prior to covid where th- storms were being made of just Nothing. any issue yeah. yeah any any statement anything people were being just so identified like needed a big common enemy to, yeah to exactly yeah. and so this yeah then we had this and it was like well this affects the whole human race yes this is something which um, you can't pin on one individual. It's just like or one country or anything no. like that. It's just like, let's work together and this will bring... And then if anything, it didn't do that. If, yeah. if anything, it's I think crazy. it has in a way in, in, in real people. But as you say, the... the on con- social media, it's the conversation. Well, and that the, the supposed powers that be and the media and all of this don't want that because it, no. that's not what sells their, their papers and their channels and stuff. Yeah. They, so they kind of force the di- division and you've just got to try and ignore that and come back to the, the base of, of who we are. Well, and that's what you've got, like, for anybody listening and watching to this, if like, if you want to build this um, kind of capacity for seeing the good in people, being kinder, building relationships and all this kind of stuff, we talked about mindset again on episode three, but... Um, it's a really like you really do have to filter what you're taking in and and how because it does start to interfere with the lens in which you see every interaction. Mm. If you're constantly consuming that negative, right, you have to. And we're very conscious of that. We and that's why I'm I'm being deadly serious when I said a, a few seconds ago you need to come off Twitter. Yeah. It's like there's if it's not if it's not moving you forward and it's not reinforcing the good characteristics of mm. like who you are and what you're about, then don't do it. Mm. You know, it's not, it's, uh, if it affects the lens in which you view people um, for the negative, don't do it. And and looking at how you can serve, which I, I think is a topic for another, another podcast, because it's a, a huge topic in itself. But even though you may be fighting your own fight right now, um, which, you know, 90% of people are, look for ways that you can help others uh, and how, how you can serve. And I was listening to a, an interview with Matthew McConaughey last night and, um, they were they they were talking about obviously he's reached massive success in in his in his world in his industry, and and they were talking about you know when is enough enough, yeah. um and and the the woman interviewing him is is also extremely successful she's got um, many multi million selling books and and she's but she's also a mother of four and people say to her well when is enough enough when's your family going to become your focus and you're not going to be working and they were both laughing about how enough is never enough yeah and then from that they kind of got onto this gratitude piece where um you know you have matthew mcconaughey was saying how he was brought up with just opening your eyes in the morning is a is a reason to be grateful. The sun coming up every day is a reason to be grateful. But there's a danger in that if you sit there and, and, and go, oh, well, let's work the gratitude rate and I'm alive and I've got my health and I've got, so I'm going to be grateful. But again, that kind of puts you in your bubble because, yeah. oh, I'm grateful I've got my world and I can ignore everything else going on out there. So you don't want to go too far that way yeah. because you need to be involved with other people and serve them yeah. um, and, and try and help build a kinder world i i believe so yeah. that you're 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 saying the positive things you're sharing the positive things you're keeping the guard to your mind as we've as we've discussed several times and you're serving others yeah well it it, it that feeds into purpose for yeah. yourself yeah. right which then that helps create a sense of value yeah. for yourself right and it also allows you context in terms of well to reinforce gratitude yeah. right so the one of the reasons why like for our say it business um we that the say it platform 
when we built it was um, we had a we had an we had lots of opportunities to take that in lots of different directions with um, in in very big markets and we were doing lots of research and pitching to investors and all this kind of stuff about all of these ideas about how we could get this the set platform on a global scale mm -hmm. and we were very excited about running with that and everything else and then the obviously this COVID crisis and the issues around care homes really got brought to the front of our attention like to the front of our minds we were like we need to we need to find a way of serving that community and helping that community mm -hmm. with the service that we have primarily because we can do some real good in it yeah. and what it enabled us to that's become our purpose right yes. so for the for the coming weeks and months and so on that's what we're obsessing about helping these families helping these the care home sector and and all of that su supports that to uh, to make life easier for them well, it's and, an, and it's not just older residents it's just anyone that's that's lonely because yeah. they're having to show having you might get it uh, at having, some point yeah, 100%. Um, having to shelter or what's the word um what do they call it uh screen uh, uh isolate isolate from from no shield that's shield. the word I'm looking oh, for. Okay. um where where you know people aren't people with low immune systems or any kind of illnesses or uh, elderly or uh, again younger very very young children with, with illnesses they're having to uh, to shield themselves from other people yeah um and and therefore they're lonely you know they, yeah. they can't have this well what was that stat that we were told yesterday about loneliness what was the loneliness is um as dangerous i, I mean your, we're, we're paraphrasing but as, as dangerous as smoking a pack of the day cigarettes or a day yeah, yeah. It's, it's severe loneliness yeah um has as much impact to your health as smoking a pack of cigarettes a yeah, day I mean, or some statistic it was some crazy yeah and that's terrifying in yeah. the, the way it is at the moment and we don't mean to profess that our our product replaces the need for physical interaction and human visits at all no this is just yeah it's just an example of how we like for us personally that purpose is is giving sorry the service and the identifying of how we can serve those individuals is giving us purpose. Yeah. And as such, the byproduct of that is it creates a sense of creating value yeah. and also a sense of gratitude because you hear these stories of just hor like awful stories of families being torn apart um, through this whole process. And it makes you sit back and feel really grateful that, okay, Times are tough. Yeah. 2020 is hard, but yeah. th there's people suffering more than I am right yeah, exactly. now and I need to do more to help them. Yeah, exactly. Them. So I'm, yeah. I'm grateful for what I've got, but what does that mean I can do for others? Even exactly. if it's just in some small way, like what we're doing with a with a card for people full of messages and memories, is that's just a small way in which that we can help improve their day a bit. Yes. You know? And, yeah. and, and that fits under... So when you use the word kindness, then we talked about kindness... Kindness doesn't necessarily have to be just a way of being. It's like it's. Um, what's the term for the word? What would the word? Be? Is it? A, it's not a. Or whatever it is. is it a verb? Is it a? I don't know a, what you're trying to say. It's an action. It's a yeah, thing that you a verb, do. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing that you live. Yeah. And everything that in how you see things and how you act, how you behave, like it's it's a verb. It's a bit like the word love, right? Yeah. It's not. It's not just this random thing that's disassociated with you in some way shape. it's a it's an activity that you participate in actively yeah, yeah right? you absolutely don't... and it doesn't have to be huge as well i think that's mm. the other thing people mistake with kindness or uh, you know i've not got anything myself at the moment so how can i possibly be kind to others yeah. it doesn't it, it can just be a compliment it yeah. can just you know improving someone's day by just introducing them to someone else that might help them or as i say giving them a compliment or whatever it is or just touching base do. with somebody Picking and just up the saying phone and yeah. are you all right you yeah. know it's it's like how i saw that you were having a bit of a tough day yesterday are you okay do you want to talk you know it, yeah. it doesn't have to be or even when you big... are talking to someone which this is gonna be ironic because i've just cut across you but when you are talking to somebody <laughs> actually listening <laughs> Because I just completely cut across you. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, we used to do that with each other. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But they're asking, like, spending more time when you're talking to somebody, listening than you are talking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely. That's, uh, and being genuinely interested in who they, like, not just in what they're saying, but why they think that way and yeah. what, the, what, who they are as a yeah, person, yeah, yeah. I think is really, really important. 
So to finish on a really cheesy note, what can you do in your day today to be kinder to people? I want to see how far this can spread. Yeah. Even though we're only tiny, we've only been going a week and there's probably like 10 people listening to this. <laughs> um, what can you do today to be kind and spread that in the world? There you there go. You go. <laughs> Episode eight, done. Yeah, all done. See you tomorrow.